Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, everyone, wherever you may be. Thank you for joining the Sons of Saturday. My name is Pat Finn. I'm recording here from North Jersey. It is Wednesday night. It is hump day. It is December. Know that the uh, the Midwest got a lot of snow. I saw Pittsburgh, West Virginia got some snow. We are officially into December. The season is, is winding down, and we have a big game this weekend against the Clemson Tigers. Uh, and we have a special guest on the podcast as well. But before we get into that, before we get into this Clemson preview, we must remind you that the Sons of Saturday, Virginia Tech, is brought to you by our good friends at the Main Street Pharmacy. I've been to pharmacies. I, I got a pharmacy in New Jersey. You know, I got a pharmacy that I go to when I'm down in Charlotte hanging out. But if you're in Blacksburg, if you're in Roanoke, if you're in the New River Valley, you got to make the move down to that Main Street Pharmacy. Dr. Jeremy Counts, he's a friendly guy. He's a fun guy. And he's got a great pharmacy. Let's just call it for what it is. Have you ever been inside? Oh, you haven't? Go check it out. It's one of the best pharmacies in the state of Virginia. They got all your prescription needs. They got Sons of Saturday merchandise. Uh, anything that you could possibly need from a pharmacist, they do delivery. And the best thing is that Jeremy cares about the Virginia tech community and all of those folks in Blacksburg. So head on down there, tell them the sun sent you. When you go to the main street pharmacy, you are a neighbor, not a number. So the hokey haiku today sent in by Grant Watson. Thank you, Grant, for the haiku. He says, tigers on the prowl. Hokies trending the wrong way. Do we have a chance? So I mentioned that we have a special guest joining us this evening. You know, it turns out it's it's a busy time of year. It's a holiday season. You know, people gotta gotta do their Black Friday, Cyber Monday shopping. They gotta get down and and see their friends in Richmond. Uh, Billy Ray's down there right now. I know he was on the road tonight. But um, you know, ha- had had to make the call to the bullpen. Said Bill. Great, we gotta we gotta record a Clemson preview here. Who are we gonna who are we gonna invite on? And we say, you know what? Let's invite our close friend and daughter of Saturday, Courtney Adams. She's a she's a graduate of Virginia Tech, 2019. You know, she's a lifelong Hokie. She can give you the scoops on Clemson. She actually interned at Clemson for an entire year. So uh, so we had we had to bring on Courtney, and Courtney gladly accepted the offer. So Courtney Adams. Welcome to the Sons of Saturday. It's great to see you. Hi, Pat. Happy to be here. Checking off my bucket list item of being on a podcast in 2020. There we go. So uh, so I did mention that you had interned at Clemson, and I figured it would make sense that we had you preview this, uh, this week, Courtney. But tell us about your experience working in athletics at Clemson, um, you know, as far as from like what you were doing a day to day and kind of just the, the perception of Clemson football overall, you know, spending some time down there. Yeah. So while I was at tech, um, I majored in PR and business. So since tech doesn't have like a sports management program, I kind of did that and then entered a lot, interned a lot in the athletic department, kind of just didn't really know what I wanted to do specifically in athletics and applied to a bunch of stuff upon a graduation. And Clemson gave me a chance to work there in um, hospitality for IPDE. So I worked in IPDE hospitality and essentially helped run the premium seating areas for football, basketball, and baseball. So 
worked every single Clemson football game. I was up in the suites, up in the clubs, talking to donors, um, hanging out with IPDA staff and just making sure all Clemson fans had the best experience possible. Um, it's pretty easy for them to have a good experience, especially since they're up by a lot at halftime. So then the second half was entertaining them and just talking to them. Cause a lot, like a lot of people surprisingly don't go back into the game after halftime, especially if it's cold, if it's warm in the club, they're going to hang out in the club for the second half. Cause they're already up. Um, and then I worked a few or all the home basketball games as well. And they have an awesome club there, which is pretty new. I think it's like five years old. Um, awesome, awesome club area in their basketball arena. Saw them beat Duke. Saw Virginia Tech beat them. That was fun. And then I worked about three baseball games before COVID hit. So I got a little bit of experience at baseball. So to answer the second part of your question, just about the football culture down there, um, obviously football is king. Literally, they kind of get their way with everything, which is great. It's obviously worked out for them. Um, Their football facility is a gated community. Like you have to buzz in when you get to the gate, say who you are. I only got to go over there about two or three times, but you have to buzz in, say who you are, why you're there. Um, And they will let you in if you meet the qualifications to be let in. But um, football really is king and they kind of run everything. We had an event, we had one event, for example, up in one of the clubs and football decided they wanted to use it last minute and they got to, they got to have it. So you have to kind of adjust around football there, which good for them. Yeah. uh, We've seen it. We've seen the rise of Clemson over the last decade plus now ever since Dabo has been there and uh, you know it really has been something to see uh, how they have prioritized football and had these incredible facilities built everyone knows about the slide and the, the do they have a waterfall is that that in the uh, football facility I don't think they do but okay. they do have basketball courts putt-putt um, yeah the slide a really nice players lounge all these like hammocks, sand pits, nice outdoor grills. It's pretty awesome. I got to. It's take a lot. <laughs> it's it's a lot. Yeah. And then, uh, and then you're at VCU now. I know you are in a uh, a sports leadership program now uh, in school at VCU. Can you kind of talk a little bit about that and what what do you want to do long term? You think what are some of those uh, those options you think you want to get into after graduating? Yeah. So I finished my internship at Clemson this past June and had honestly a great experience there. I loved it so much. Um, and then kind of decided to go to grad school. So I started at VCU in August and I'll be, it's a one year sport leadership program. So I'll be done in May wrapping up finals right now. Um, so like I said, it's a master's in sports leadership and I've kind of just over the course of the past few years figured out that I really want to work in sports administration, sports management, sports operations, that type of realm. Um, so potentially the internal side of athletics, but, um, I'm currently a GA with the Ram athletic fund. So I'm currently working in the external side, which I also really love. So potentially sports administration, but I also really like development. Excited to see, uh, see how you do Cadams. Cadams is the nickname for Courtney Adams. If you haven't met her, Cadams, uh, probably said Cadams a few times on this podcast here. 
but uh, really excited to see what you do, Courtney. And uh, so we're going to jump in to a little bit of hokey history as we do on our game previews. Virginia Tech against the Clemson Tigers. We have been playing them since November of 1900. Yes, our first game against Clemson was in 1900. All time against the Tigers. Virginia Tech has won 12 games, lost 22, and then have one tie in there. The most recent game was in 2017, if you recall. College game day was in town. Uh, it was on a uh, late September game, college game day set up at, uh, right in front of Torg Bridge and in that Squires uh, alumni mall area. And it was just absolutely unbelievable. Uh, the turnout was great. Bruce Smith was doing the uh, the guest picking, and it was just a great day in Blacksburg. Uh, Clemson won the game 31-17. to So with that 2017 game, that was most recent. And then the last three we also have – or uh, the last four we have lost to Clemson as well. The last victory from Virginia Tech, 2007 in Death Valley, we scored on a punt return by Eddie Royal, a kickoff return by Macho Harris, and also a, a uh, interception return by DJ Parker that actually set the tone for Virginia Tech that night. If you go on YouTube, I think you could type in like hard hits from Virginia Tech Clemson 2007. And you have Brandon Flowers, DJ Parker, Macho Harris, Cam Martin. They're all just laying out these Clemson players on their offensive uh, side of the ball here. It was one of those extremely lunch pail mentality uh, defensive efforts from Virginia Tech that day, uh, you know, scoring in three different phases of the game. And then uh, another iconic game in Virginia Tech history, the 2006 Clemson game. It was a Thursday night. Brandon Orr had a great game. The defense had a great game. Clemson came into town rocking the, the white uniforms and Tech knocked them off uh, the 10th ranked Clemson Tigers 24 to 7. A little bit of hokey history there. You know, Courtney, we know that Clemson has had a really good year and will clinch an ACC championship game appearance with a win on Saturday, but can you kind of walk us through the, the story of Clemson football in 2020? Okay. So Clemson this year, again, like you said, they've had a great year so far. Um, but something to note as a team, they have not gone through COVID issues. Like I feel like they're one of the only college football teams who have not had COVID issues this season. Um, then personally, they've played other teams that have obviously the Florida state incident two weeks ago. I believe they all kind of went through the COVID issues in June, if I'm not mistaken. So um, they kind of got it out of the way. Um, and they also did get a few spring practices in at the end of February when I was there. Um, I definitely saw them doing spring practices, which looking back on are super important. Um, they have their one loss to Notre Dame in overtime. That game was played without Trevor Lawrence, which Trevor played his first game in about five weeks last, last weekend against Pitt. Um, and kind of seemed to be no issue there. Um, and then another kind of fun fact that my sister actually told me, um, she is in 3304 sports club for tech. So she's kind of running a story on this game as well. But she told me this fun fact about Trevor that he's played every single ACC school except for Virginia Tech. And this will most likely be his last regular season game. And so he's finishing off the ACC team tour with the Hokies. You know, I was pretty bummed. I saw, I think he was in a press conference either today or yesterday. 
and they were like, Trevor, what do you, you know, what do you think of going to Virginia Tech this weekend? He was like, you know, it's honestly kind of a huge bummer. Always heard great things about Virginia Tech uh, as far as their environment and their atmosphere goes. <laughs> you know, we're all bummed out as, as well, Trevor. Uh, it's going to be a bummer that, you know, only a thousand or I guess 250 people will be able to attend it this weekend. But Trevor Lawrence, he played his first game in five weeks last week. He's coming off a huge win at Pittsburgh in a game that was really over before it started. I mean, Clemson scored 31 points in the first quarter uh, where they rocked the purple uniforms. Did we like the purple the purple uh, tops and bottoms with the orange helmet? What were we thinking there? Did we like uh, fashion, fa- sons of fashion? <laughs> I personally like them. Um, probably because, well, they wear them for the military appreciation game every year. So it's, they, they wear them with, with a purpose, but I think they look good with the, yeah. with the pants, all the coaches wear. I think it's a cool look. They only do it once a year. I will co-sign. I, I like them as well. I turned on the TV and was like, mm, those look good. So um, we're going to jump into a little bit of uh, offense and defense of the Clemson Tigers by the numbers. Some smiling stats by Dr. John Cranham and the Chesapeake Center for Complete Dentistry. You know, they might be smiling stats for the Clemson Tigers. They are not smiling stats for the Virginia Tech Hokies because uh, this is a extremely talented ball club down there uh, in South Carolina. So this is the, uh, the fourth-ranked Clemson Tigers in the AP that are coming in at number three in the CFP rankings and then number one in the simple rating system, which is – a rating that takes into account average point differential as well as strength of schedule. We started off with the offense. Clemson's offense are averaging 46 points a game under offensive coordinator Tony Elliott. We talked about Trevor, Trevor Lawrence. Everyone knows him. Uh, one of the front, front runners for the Heisman Trophy. 161 for 228. 70% of his passes are completed. He's got over 2,200 yards on the year and is averaging 9.8 yards per attempt. We know that he tested positive for COVID prior to the Notre Dame game, so he had to sit out the Notre Dame game where uh, DJ Uiga Lale, if I'm saying it right, shout out Mike Tirico, who was saying it all night that night. Um, but, But Clemson, or Trevor, threw for 403 yards and two touchdowns in his first game in five weeks last weekend uh, against Pittsburgh. Bring it over to the running backs room. We all know about Travis Etienne. Travis Etienne is another one of these extremely talented football players. As a lead running back, he's not only dynamic on the ground, uh, you know, 692 yards on the year, five uh, yards per carry, 12 touchdowns. The real threat with Travis Etienne is catching balls out of the backfield. He's got 40 catches for 500 yards, and every single time he touches the ball, uh, when they're on offense, he is averaging seven yards a touch. So uh, 14 touchdowns for Travis, gets a ton of yards under his belt when he has the ball in his hands, and he is a threat as well. Now, Adams, talk to me about the receiving core. I know they have a, a myriad of talent uh, in that room. Yeah, so probably their top three are Cornell Powell, EJ Williams, and Amari Rogers. They're without Justin Ross um, as he – hasn't had a neck injury earlier this summer. Those are probably their three top receivers. Cornell Powell went for five catches, 176 yards, and a touchdown last week. Um, First pit, 
he's a super dangerous receiver. And then Amari Rogers is actually their current leading receiver with 813 yards. And then you obviously have the Sweeney brothers as the other wide receivers. <laughs> and then uh, Herb Street's son too, right? Is he a yes. wide out? Ty, Ty Herb Street. Ty Herbie. Stars. So you got you got you got a you got a Sweeney on the roster, you got a Herb Street on the roster, you got Vanables on the roster. It's a lot of uh a lot of uh familiar kin there. Now as far as defense goes, Clemson is allowing 19.2 points a game. They are allowing 102 yards a game on the ground at 2.9 yards per carry, and then they're giving up 196 passing yards a game. Now, we did see Kenny Pickett surpass that threshold last week. He threw for over 200. But, um, you know, we, we know all about how much talent is on this defensive line, specifically uh, one of the deepest in the nation. We had Pittsburgh a few weeks ago, which is one of the best defensive lines. And now we have another uh, huge test, uh, you know, doing it all over again here against Clemson. Most of their defensive line is comprised of five star recruits, five star talent. And then, Go into the uh, the second line of defense there. James Skalski and Balen Spector are two of the top linebackers that make up the uh, the linebacking core, as well as Tyler Venables. And then uh, you know we, they have a talented secondary as well. But really, you know, keys to the game, keys to the game. It's going to be a challenge. We all know that. We know Coach Foos, uh, you know, would say it's a tremendous challenge. But keys to the game are presented to you by the hub Blacksburg. We know Billy Ray always gets up on here. He loves doing the hub ads. He, he always makes funny jokes about the hub. Well, I'm going to make a funny joke about Billy Ray and why he should have lived at the hub uh, in Atlanta. I don't know if they have the hub in Atlanta, but Billy Ray did find a squirrel in his bed uh, last March, right before the pandemic hit the United States of America. And uh, Billy Ray would not have identified that squirrel in his bedroom had he lived at the hub blacksburg the hub blacksburg is brand spanking new you got your private study lounges you get your hot tubs and jacuzzis in your own bedroom you got the two by two deal going on right now it's a philanthropic it's a lifestyle organization uh you need to check it out they're giving out ipads i saw them give out like uh i saw them give out gift cards xboxes Follow the Hub's uh, Instagram page. A lot of cool stuff going on right there. But uh, at the end of the day, if I were to do another four years, if I were to go back and get my uh, my master's from Virginia Tech, I'm signing a lease at the Hub. We're going to give you the keys to the game here. The Hub is going to give you the keys to your new apartment. Tell them the sun sent you uh, when you go back to campus and sign your lease at the Hub Blacksburg. So, Cadams, give us your keys to the game here. Okay, so we'll be stating the obvious here, but definitely limiting Travis Etienne as much as possible. I think defense is key to just simply keeping this game as close as we can. And then offensively, we I think we just need Trey Turner and James Mitchell out there making some big plays for us. Yeah, couldn't agree more with you there. I think uh, as far as my keys to the game, having James Mitchell healthy, having Christian Darisaw back in there and healthy, and having Khalil Herbert healthy, Darisaw and, and Doug Nestor, but uh, Khalil Herbert, giving him carries, giving Herbert carries. If Herbert is healthy, he needs to be getting the ball more than uh, nine times a game on the ground. Um, another thing, can we keep it close? 
Clemson came out so hot out of the gates last week after the Florida State game was canceled. They said, screw you guys, and we're putting up 31 points on Pittsburgh in the first quarter. We cannot let that happen if we want any chance of having a shot at keeping this game close. I think uh, I think how close this game is at halftime uh, is going to be key here. Really want to see if we can keep it close uh, you know, at some point in the third quarter or if Clemson just pulls away. And then this is one of the biggest things that we've seen this year, and we say it every single week on our game previews. Our third down efficiency on offense. If we cannot convert on third downs, or if we cannot put ourselves in a manageable third down situation on first and second down, we are going to have a very, very, very challenging evening. This game is on national TV. It's it's like the 7:30 ABC uh, slot. Let's let's uh, let's convert our third downs here. Good teams convert on third downs. Teams that convert it on third down keep the game close. So, that being said, uh, some more numbers we'll throw at you. Some score predictions. You got some over unders. Some Vegas lines. So I'm getting this line from Odd Shark. Clemson is a 22 and a half point favorite on Saturday night. The over under for the game is 67 points. And then from what I saw, Virginia Tech is a plus 1030 money line. You bet 10 bucks, you win $103. I mean, I don't know. Grant Watson submits a question here, and Grant's been doing great with the over-unders uh, for podcast readoffs. 85 rushing yards for Khalil Herbert over-under. I'm going to take the over. I think if he is healthy, he should be healthy. These players have had – they've finally gotten their bye week that they have deserved – Nine weeks in a row it has you know definitely been super challenging on these guys, and it's been great to see that they you know got to go home and and got to have some time off uh, that they have not had for the past three months. If Herbert is healthy, he should be getting you know 15, 20 carries. That should definitely do him for more than 85 yards. Um, but a lot of that's going to depend on how the offensive line plays as well. But I'm going to go with the over. And then uh, score predictions. Courtney Adams, give us your score prediction for Saturday. My score prediction is 45 to 21. I'm hoping that it's that close. I am also hoping it's that close. I'm going to go with 52 to 28 Clemson uh, wins on Saturday. I feel like a lot of us in Hokie Nation are bracing ourselves for this weekend. Uh, it's definitely been a very tough year, a lot of turmoil in the fan base, a lot of frustration in the fan base. Uh, but at the end of the day, always going to refer our team on Saturday, see how we play. Hopefully we can compete. Hopefully we can keep it close and, uh, you know, we'll be rooting for our guys to have, uh, have a great game. That said, Sharky shout outs, love jumping on here. Love plugging our friends at Sharky's Blacksburg, where good friends go, uh, head on down there. Check out the Bloody Mary bar. It's awesome. Check out the wings, the California burger, Grayson's favorite. Some people love the Krabby Patty. I've never had the Krabby Patty. Maybe I'll get it the next time I go down there. Uh, Matei Sis loves the Long Island with Sprite. Don't forget to add the Sprite in there. Courtney Adams, who are you shouting out tonight? First time on the Sons of Saturday. Who, who's getting the love from Courtney? I'll shout out the Sons and Daughters, my favorite group chat, my favorite people. 
Pat, Grayson, Billy Ray, Logan, and Riley. We're going to get Logan and Riley, the other gals on here sometime soon, I'm sure. Um, but shouting you guys out, you've made my last few weeks very entertaining. Um, and then I'll also shout out John Yetzi, my boyfriend. He's the best. Before we go, have to show a little love. You know, I, I love coming on here. We love coming on here and, and plugging Virginia Tech alumni and Virginia Tech students who are doing uh, great things for the community and for the world. Shout out my guy Kareem and Max at Uredo. If you are a Virginia Tech student, you should check out the new Ultimate Virginia Tech resource. It's called uredo.com. U-R-E-D-O-O.com. You can jump on there, check out information on housing for next year. You could explore products and services provided by other Hokies and also get advice from other Hokies on everything from top 10 things to do around Blacksburg during COVID, which I'm sure a lot of you guys need to need to read. And then uh, mental health resources at Virginia Tech. They're building like a community there on your redo. Uh, follow them on social, follow them on Facebook, check out their website, uh, really cool stuff. And then also uh, Local Light. Got to plug my guys at Local Light as well. Uh, download the Local Light app from the App Store. You can uh, really help support Blacksburg, hashtag support Blacksburg, understanding that there's an $80 million revenue shortfall in the New River Valley community because of no football season, or I should say no fans in stadiums. You got no, you got no people like uh, you know alumni who can't go and enjoy a weekend in Blacksburg, spend a ton of money and enjoy uh, what Blacksburg has to offer. So you can jump on a local light app. You can buy a virtual gift card for future you, you know, buy it for fall of 2021. I bought $50 in Sharky's credits a few weeks ago. I said, next time I'm there, I'm pulling out my phone. I'm jumping on the local light app and I'm saying, Hey, JJ, I, uh, I want to pay for it with this. And he's going to scan the QR code and we're good to go. So check out the local light app. When you sign up, use the code sons of sat and, uh, would love for you guys to support Blacksburg in this initiative. But other than that, appreciate y'all for listening and we will talk to you soon. Let's beat Clemson.